You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. I'm so sorry, this is way later than I wanted. I know I always say that it'll be at 8.15-ish to give me a cup, a bit of leeway, but I had a bunch of tech difficulties. Yeah, this morning, lots of rebooting, watching a couple YouTube things. Yeah, back on track. So thanks for bearing with me. Sorry it's a lot later than usual. We'll make sure we get all of this dialed in for the winter when we'll be back up to five episodes a week. That's right, every weekday morning, which means... I don't actually get to sleep in until like April, but <laughs> I am really pumped, uh, like you, I'm sure, to be up early every morning and get shredding. I know. Early bird catches the turn. It's true. I'm excited. And I'm also excited to tell you more about what's happening locally this week. Well, high winds on the mountain this morning, quite a high cloud bank giving us an opportunity to have a look at how much things are filling in up there, around 7th Heaven in particular, looking good, but really high winds gusting it around 100 k's an hour, but a steady uh, sort of 80 k's an hour since yesterday afternoon. High winds there, particularly on 7th Heaven, coming in in that direction, as opposed to on the peak where it's, uh, well, a little less breezy, still hovering around 50, 60 k's an hour in spots on um, uh, last night anyway, and on the musical bumps. But... We do have some more snow on the way, don't we? Yeah, that's right. Looking for potentially as much as 30 centimeters over the course of tonight and through tomorrow when it will change to rain. Unfortunately, we're going to have a freezing level of about 2,400 meters come Sunday. So look out for, uh, yeah, for all those doing a lot of touring plans, make sure you're checking, of course, all of your different forecasts to get an idea of what temperatures will be like, how high the freezing level is coming, how much you're going to experience rain that's going to affect uh, the snowpack hugely, let alone when a crust eventually comes with the cooler temperatures we're going to have again going into next week on, say, Tuesday, Friday. So um, I'm going to be definitely scratching up on my weather reading skills, uh, trying to bring you the best info that I can, but uh, yeah, getting in, of course, numerous reports uh, and reading through that. But at the minute, what with us not really kicking off until oh, November 25th, uh, Thursday will come pretty fast, that Thursday will. Uh, I don't want to blab on too much, uh, but basically we're going to have, uh, what with that high uh, amount of rain, millimeters of rain at the top of the mountain, that's going to affect our snowpack, especially because it will warm and then we're going into another even colder period, sort of Tuesday, Wednesday, there will be a bit of a crust. So if you are looking to go touring, make sure you get as much information as possible. Mm-hmm. But current temperatures, uh, yeah, pretty warm. Pig Alley, just two degrees. Looking at one degree at the Roundhouse, minus three at the peak. So during, like I said, to cool off, a little bit of snow in the Alpine, uh, well, quite a bit of snow, sorry, that 30 centimeters, but oof, lots of rain coming our way. And that means lots of rain in the valley as well. Looking for really some warm temperatures today. Already 6.5 in the valley. Oh yeah, sunrise coming in at 20 past 7. It sets at 4.32 tonight. And then temperatures not getting below zero degrees overnight. Or in fact, during the day until Monday, Tuesday, like I said, when the weather cools down again. So we're looking for a high of maybe even 9 degrees today. 
five tomorrow, Sunday, eight, uh, with a lot of rain expected, like I said, with that lot of rain on the mountain as well, and sort of easing Monday, Tuesday, looking for a clearing in the weather, kind of uh, come Tuesday, but early days on that one. I'll give you better info when we get nearer to there. Yeah, yesterday's uh, highest temp in the valley, 2.8 degrees, and we had about six mils of rain with that sort of uh, pour that happened uh, around 8 p.m., So that's kind of the weather for you. Let me tell you about the roads. Well, the road's looking pretty great, actually, even on the Duffy clear there, uh, uh, looking at the webcam there, uh, quite clear. But take it easy, of course, winter conditions to be expected at that elevation uh, from now until April, really. Expect the unexpected up there, especially heading into Lillooet could be what with the warmer temperatures we're going to have over the next few days on that side of the pass. Potential for a bit of loose debris, rockfall, that kind of thing. As well, they're always clearing it, particularly uh, at this time of year. But uh, some tree pruning going on between Mount Curry and Lilwat Place that's happening today in Pemby. There will be a lane closure actually, and that's in both directions on Highway 99. So keep your eyes peeled for that affecting your drive potentially today. Uh, some rock stabilization as well happening down at the 99 in between in both directions in between Porter Cove and Sea View Drive there, and that's for uh, with single lane alternating traffic so and that's overnight right so expect delays if you are coming through they've been minimal when they've been happening in the past but well like they did this summer but from 8 p.m roughly until 5 a.m okay all right um otherwise yeah let me know if you see anything else uh road wise uh looking yeah uh, long and winding <laughs> someone commenting on line but uh not due for some snowfall in the valley for a few more days at this point anyway I think I can confidently say that, but you know what they say, expect the unexpected. I hope you've got some emergency snacks in your car for the winter, maybe some emergency water, blankets, that kind of thing. Always good to have uh, in your car, you never know. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about some local events, shall we? Plenty going on, including a few things coming up at the Whistler Racket Club. They've got a plethora of events actually coming our way. What with brunch with Biggins, uh, <laughs> aka Monty Biggins at the Racket Club this Sunday. You've got Jam Night continuing with Costa Man and Friends on Tuesdays. They've got a winter splinter event. You know, they've got um, a uh, the avalanche blitz like a snowball fight uh fun activity that happens at the whistle racket club and they've got somewhat of a, a winter celebration party happening on the 19th of november that friday and a lot continues to happen in around whistle with the with cornucopia so many events in fact the whistle conference center looked to be buzzing last night which is really good to see in fact uh i'm going to be hosting my own little version of crushed at home sorry you know Invited, but I do invite you to maybe do a similar one. Have some friends over. Everybody brings a bottle of wine, you know, get your varieties all sorted and just do a proper wine tasting. Yeah, delicious. Just an idea. But of course, there are many, many specials happening right now at our local restaurants and a, <laughs> a lot of which were very busy, including Nagomi Sushi last night and occupancy very much high in our hotels over the long weekend. A long weekend for many, not just taking off yesterday, Remembrance Day, but also today and through the weekend, meaning, oh yeah, hotel occupancy is around 90%. Her restaurants are very busy and chronic 
physically understaffed. We uh, are not just restaurants, many places in town. We know it's going to be, uh, customer service is going to be interesting through the winter for sure. We all know it. But it's the beginning of what will be a great winter. Remember that we're going to be shredding pretty soon if you're not already. But uh, yeah, very busy indeed. But lots of deals on. So why not treat yourself? All right, I'm going to blab it on a bit here. So yesterday, of course, was Remembrance Day, and I actually missed the service in Olympic Plaza, but have been reading the speech notes from Anne Townley yesterday, calling on everybody in attending both in person and virtually to remember brave Canadians who have served our country during times of war, times of conflict we choose not to call war, times of peace, and some great notes on that speech and Remembrance community gathering at Olympic Plaza yesterday. More notes available on that on the Peaks website, including news about two local Canadian athletes, luge athletes, in fact, who are looking to compete at the World Cup in Beijing. They're practicing on the Olympic facility right now, just about 80 kilometers north of Beijing. And they're going to be, uh, yeah, practicing for the next week. And the World Cup circuit kicks off on that track on November 20th. And that is local athletes, Whistler's Natalie Corless, along with Pemberton's uh, Trinity Ellis, just 19 years old, who's, and that'll be her third season on the World Cup team. So uh, really looking forward to keeping a track of Keeping track, oh, that's quite a good pun, hey? Uh, keeping track of what's happening on the Whistler sliding track, but with our athletes there and all of our athletes, including our Olympic hopefuls for ski and snowboard events. And uh, yeah, try to keep my finger on the pulse there for us, but there's some local news. Uh, other events I want to let you know about are to, that are happening. What was the other one I saw coming up? Was it at the library? It's actually a resource from Whistler Community Services Society called the Navigator. If you haven't heard about this already, particularly if you're new to town. Uh, well, first and foremost, the <laughs> graphics are absolutely phenomenal. Well done, Lindsay Atoya. Uh, very much a lot of attention to detail on the bus in particular. Well done. But an excellent tool, not even if you're just new to town, but this is all compiled, all this information over the summer and put into this resource uh, for people, residents of Whistler, if you're looking for counselling options, government forms, finding food and shelter, and, uh, you know, tenant landlord issues, lots available on there from, it's a really good compilation of resources from the Whistler Community Services Society, an excellent tool. Do not miss it, especially if you're new to town and recommending it to other people. That's the Whistler Navigator. It's uh, online officially, easy to find via the Whistler Community Services Society. So have a look there. I told you about the ukulele jam that's happening today. There's also more coming up from the library as well, including games night on Monday. It's been a while, uh, you know, with a hiatus there on those events, but, uh, huh. I love myself some scattergrees and <laughs> games nights. It's an opportunity for people maybe to meet some and make some new connections. You know, that's this Monday at 6 p.m. There's community journaling happening on Sunday at the library between 3.30 and 5 p.m. Uh, and, oh, I didn't know if they've got that here. This is great. Um, from the Whistler Powder Picker, a.k.a. David Jones, you've got next week on Tuesday, uh, powder picking in a changing climate. So at this is happening between 7 and 8.30 on Tuesday at the library next week. That's with local meteorologist David Jones, uh, which will really help you do uh, your own sort of forecasting and give you the tools to, to look for what you really need to know this winter as well. 
lots of events happening. Remember, you can always get in touch if you have an event to share at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. And there's a few birthday shout outs as well. In fact, I can't believe I missed your birthday the other day, Patrick Renshaw. It's been a while since uh, we've played softball together. I hope you had a wonderful birthday on November 10th. Chelsea June Cosland's birthday was yesterday as well. Happy birthday to you, Chelsea. We've got more people coming up from the community as well. And that includes Peter DeVries. His birthday is on November 13th. Janet Hutzels, Alex uh, Vilches, um, from, who'll be back in town for the winter, I'm sure, super soon. Tommy Godetz, too. It's his birthday coming up. And Connor Harris on November 14th. So lots of people to wish a happy birthday to here in the community. And remember, if you have a shout out and I'm going to miss it, get at me as well at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. I've got some wicked throwback facts for you from today. Well, some interesting ones, of course, brought to you by the one and only Stinkies on The Stroll. One here about Rolling Stone Ronnie Wood on this day in 1990, November 12th, 1990. was on his way to Marlborough in England on the M4 motorway and he broke both of his legs. This was after his car crashed uh, on the, the motorway. He was trying to wave other cars past when he was actually run over. Oh man, another reminder for us there about road safety, particularly in the winter, about making sure you are out of the way of another potential incident in, in the, those kind of situations and facing oncoming traffic so you can participate. What is going on? Holy that happened on this day in 1990. In 1997, Spice World was released. Are oh, you a Spice Girls fan? Mm. Here's a little flashback for you. And on this day in 2001, real sad, the, the remaining Beatles at the time, that would have been, of course, not John Lennon, but George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney actually met for lunch with, uh, with George. And it was two weeks later that he passed away from cancer. Just the age of 58. Yeah, 2001, this day. Mm. Um, uh, uh, well, another one here actually about the Beatles, if you want to hear it. Yeah, 2002, diehard Beatles fans were actually enraged after Paul McCartney altered the songwriting credits on his Back in the U.S. 2002 album and changed them to McCartney and Lennon from Lennon and McCartney. There you go, a little tidbit for you, including uh, one here from 1968. I found this pretty fascinating. The U.S. Supreme Court, okay, uh, declared it was unconstitutional that Arkansas had a law banning teaching evolution in public schools. 1968, folks. And why is it Kansas and then Arkansas? Someone tell me it's not called Arkansas. I want to know. Okay, thanks. That's it for those facts. I want to wrap up for you because I know I've already done it a lot later than I anticipated. Sorry about that. But a little joke for you here. Uh, what do scholars eat when they're hungry? Academia nuts. Hmm. And today's track, uh, I'm digging, I'm really, really digging actually, from Dua Lipa. It's a Pinau remix, okay, with Elton John off his 23rd album, I don't know, not even, 32nd studio album, and with uh, some amazing collaborations and remixes on it. It's called The Lockdown Sessions. Came out, uh, well, 22nd of October, and the remix, Pinau remix, who we, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with, Pinau, out of uh, amazing trio out of Australia. I've been doing amazing electronic work uh, over the years, but uh, Cold Heart, hell of a track, but you should check out the remainder of the album. There's some 
awesome collaborations on there. You've got Stevie Wonder, Stevie Nicks, Eddie Vedder on there, Brandy Carlisle, SG Lewis as well, some more electronica. It's, uh, yeah, cool producers on there, Gorillas featured. Uh, yeah, give it a listen, but really loving that track right now. It's getting a lot of mainstream airplay too, which is really cool to see for Pino. But yeah. Uh, more tracks obviously on the playlist I put together on Spotify that's November's pick and mix for the sticks if I failed to mention that the other day but uh, yeah I'll wrap it up there for you sorry to keep your ear so long and I'll be back for you Tuesday with some fine tuning I feel a little rough around the edges sorry folks but chat to you real soon happy Friday the Whistler Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.